Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Tiniest Twigs podcast. My name is Max Boyan. I can be found anytime online, track down, whatever, at Max Boyan on Twitter. Feel free to follow us as well, at Tiniest Twigs. And if you'd like to shoot us an email, I'd love to hear questions, concerns, threats, whatever you'd like, tiniesttwigspod at gmail.com. So my main goal of this podcast, aside from the fact that I really need self-affirmation, and I love hearing myself talk. Each episode will address a proposed topic or question that's answered can be found within the Catechism of the Catholic Church. And ideally, I'd like to focus on issues that are relevant to the church today. And hopefully, now you're going to have to give me a break sometimes, I'd like to post an episode at least every other week, and sometimes more if need be. And, you know, there are plenty of reasons and plenty of issues that have come up, especially recently, that require, I would say, a lot of attention. But I will throw in the caveat that school is hard. I'm a student, full-time job also, so you got to give me a little bit of a break. So today, we're going to introduce what the Catechism of the Catholic Church is, how the everyday Joe Schmo layperson, whatever needs to be, can use it, and who decided it was a good idea to make this providential rule book. It's a very unique thing to have the Catechism of the Catholic Church as a Roman Catholic because it literally is what it is. I mean, it, catechism literally means rules or set of rules, but we'll get to that a little bit later. So I want to talk a little bit about where the name Tiniest Twigs came from and where kind of my inspiration for all this came from. It starts with a quote from Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frassati, and the quote is, In God's marvelous plan, divine providence often uses the tiniest twigs to do good works. Now, I took this and figured, I think the tiniest of twigs are found within the Catechism of the Catholic Church. And when we put these twigs together and collect them, we can create this huge log cabin that is the Catholic Church. Now, I'm just going to pause a little bit for those goosebumps to go away, because that is a pretty good analogy. I have personally have struggled with finding the usefulness of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. There are so many times where I've made a New Year's resolution to read, you know, like everyone else, I would say, the Bible or the Catechism, or, you know, even something like the Summa Theologiae, which lasts a whopping two to three days. So I want to take things about the Catechism of the Catholic Church and dissect them with sincerity, but also with a very intentional goal, with a series of guests, analysis, and dialogue. And at the end of the day, I basically have two goals. One, I want to make you, the listener, the people, give the people what they need and make them more aware of how useful the Catechism of the Catholic Church is. And how you can best use it in your everyday life, because it really is something that can be applicable to most everything that you do. I want to create a forum that not only presents the arguments of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, but also dives into and challenges the theology behind the points. I'm becoming a very amateur Thomist, meaning I really do enjoy the works of St. Thomas Aquinas, so I hopefully will be referring to his work plenty, and as you read the Catechism, you'll actually notice that the same is done within the writing itself. I'd also eventually like to bring in guests, priests, theologians, professors, friends of all backgrounds of faith. One of the great things about my experience is that a lot of the connections I have aren't just Catholic people. So I really would like to hear people's perspective on the catechism, if they've heard of it, what they think of it, 
how they feel it's applicable, how they feel it's utilized, and if they feel it's something that should be mirrored among other faiths. I also think that the Catechism is kind of a forgotten resource, especially for young Catholics. I also believe that it can be a primary source for anyone with the simplest of questions. Starting with that, even to getting to the harder, more theological, more philosophical questions, those that require serious discussion, and I would say a lot of discernment. And so I'm just going to say, I mean, no one has ever said that Catholicism is easy. And ironically enough, one of the most complex concepts in the church is hilariously referred to as divine simplicity. So I I, I think it is interesting to note that a lot of the stuff here, hopefully through my dumb mind, will be somewhat approachable. Ideally, I would say it's something that anybody of any different background can listen to and hopefully get something out of it. So like I said, we're going to jump right into it with starting with what the entomology of the word catechism means. And basically, it defines as instruction in Christian principles. It's also elementary question and answer formatting. So there's a lot of different origins of it. It comes from Church Latin catechismus, which is also translated to book of instruction. From Greek, it's catechismos, and also which defines as teach orally, instruct by word of mouth, or to resound. So a lot of different definitions there for you to chew on. I think one of the main things there is that there is a specific definition related to Christianity, but it also can translate just to a book of rules or a book of instruction. In this case, obviously, it's not an oral tradition. It is more of the written passed on through tradition. So the mission and purpose of the catechism and where this, I would hope, this podcast comes into play. The catechism is where we find the true faith expressed in what some consider straightforward and unambiguous language, which I wrote in parentheses after LOL, because after reading the Catechism, you'll quickly find that this is not the most user-friendly document. I'm reading directly from paragraph 11. This Catechism aims at presenting an organic synthesis of the essential and fundamental contents of Catholic doctrine as regards both faith and morals in the light of the Second Vatican Council and the whole of the Church's tradition. As we keep moving forward, the Catechism is intended to serve as a point of reference for the Catechisms, or compendia that are composed in the various countries. Part of this will not only look at the content with the catechism itself, but also the resources it used to corroborate the points. You'll hear a lot of different references from Christ in the Gospels, to Aquinas, to a number of synods and exhortations from different popes, um, which is really cool just because it really does bring everything together. And I think, again, that's one of the lost aspects of the catechism, how scripturally based it is and how it is based on some of the smartest minds and doctors of the church that we've had. Moving on to paragraph 12, this work is intended primarily for those responsible for catechesis. So that starts with bishops, teachers of the faith, pastors of the church. Um, It's offered for them as an instrument fulfilling their responsibility and the vows that they took. Through the bishops, it is addressed to redactors of catechisms, to priests, and to catechists. So it would also be useful for any of those of the Christian faith. We are all catechists. A catechist is a teacher of the principles of Christian religion, especially one using a catechism. So in a way, we are all catechists. I'm not advocating for like memorizing the entire catechism because I think that would be ridiculous, but I do think it really is something that, again, is a very underutilized part, especially among young people. So the catechism itself is arranged in four principal parts. Those are the profession of faith, the celebration of the Christian mystery, life in Christ, and Christian prayer. Now, These each within them have, I would say, a structure based on that. So like, for example, the profession of faith section, the first section, follows the order and organization of the Apostles' Creed. So it goes through every single line 
within the creed itself and actually dissects you know the different parts of the creed that that relate to the church and what it believes especially within the apostles creed obviously i mean if anybody asks you in a nutshell what do catholics believe you could just read them the apostles creed even just that last section there i believe in the holy spirit the holy catholic church communion of saints forgiveness of sins resurrection of body and life everlasting that pretty much sums up everything obviously you'd probably want to go into a little bit more detail um, especially if it's their first time but that's a really good place to start, and that's really cool how the Catechism follows that same line of teaching. Along with the same vein of what the Catechism is, I also wanted to kind of touch on what it's not. By design, this Catechism does not set out to provide the adaptation of doctrinal presentations and catechetical methods required by the differences of culture, age, spiritual maturity, and social and ecclesial condition among all those to whom it is addressed. Such indispensable adaptations are the responsibility of particular catechisms and even more of those who instruct the faithful. So whoever teaches must become all things to all men. So that comes from 1 Corinthians. To win everyone to Christ. That's the ending goal, saving souls. Through charity, this catechism presents a simple, quote-unquote simple, black and white interpretation of Catholic doctrine and methods. Any and all case-specific interpretations are left within the situation. And that's where we come in. So you kind of see how that comes full circle, where this catechism does not set out or doesn't want to provide the adaptation of specific doctrines or methods. This is a very guidance-led piece of work. So it is the responsibility of the catechisms and even more to those who instruct the faithful to apply these to specific teachings. Now, St. John Paul II said, quote, it is not intended to replace local catechisms duly approved by the ecclesiastical authorities, the diocesan bishops, and the Episcopal conferences. It is more of what you'd call like a guideline than actual rules. That's quoting, uh, if you're a Pirates of the Caribbean fan, uh, that's a Captain Barbosa quote. So, like I said, it provides a structure for you as a practicing Catholic to look to for reference points, but again, you have to interpret it for your own self and apply it to different situations that you feel comfortable. Within the last year, the Catechism has been a bit of a point of emphasis, especially with Pope Francis's interpretation of capital punishment, how it's absolutely never acceptable now, and that'll be an episode for future times. But I think it is interesting to note how concrete and how structurally dogmatic a lot of the points, or I would say all of the points within the Catechism are, but it's also interesting to note how each situation requires its own interpretation, and each situation requires its own reading of the Catechism, which is at times a little overwhelming, I would say, for sure, uh, especially if you decide to just open up the book. Uh, it's very heavy reading. Uh, I remember the thing that kind of sparked my interest in it, I was talking to a couple of my Protestant friends, and we were chatting about the difference between atonement and Christ's death on the cross and purchase for eternal life and faith and works and all that fun stuff. And I thought to myself, you know what? I don't know if I have a good answer for that, which humility within that is a very good thing to have. And that's kind of what I told the guys. I was like, you know what? I, I honestly don't know what the church teaches on that, or I don't know what the best answer for that is. So I tried running to the catechism, and I opened up the section on sin and atonement, and I started reading it. I remember thinking to myself, my gosh, who on earth has ever wanted to open this thing up? And hopefully it's through this podcast that you become more interested in doing so. And like I said, 
It helps me personally as well, selfishly, I'll admit, to continue to keep up with the, uh, with the catechism because it is very tough reading. It's stuff you have to really chew on uh, to get in on that. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today. Like I said, we're hopefully going to be trying to do this every other week at least. Um, I have a few things coming down the pipe. A lot of different topics, like I said, are coming to light. Um, but I think one of the best things is that I really do want personal contribution from you all. Um, if you have specific questions, like I said, find me on Twitter, Max Boyum, Tiniest Twigs. Shoot me an email, tiniesttwigspod at gmail.com. Any specific questions, I'd love to re- read them. And I'd love to reach out with a a response. I mean, I I think that there are a lot of things that could be addressed. um, But I think a lot of the things, like I said, start with that first question. So this has been the pilot. It's been a little rough. I'm sitting in a hotel room in my studio with a blanket over my head to hopefully reduce any sort of outside noise. So finally kind of getting everything set up. And uh, yeah, so... I will leave you with that. Thank you all for listening. Continue to keep me in your prayers and continue to hopefully inspire me with a little bit more interesting content for any future episodes. This one a little dry. We'll see you next time.